think you need to turn down your computer. There we go. Hey. Finally, I had to reset the internet three times, and that's two routers in between as well, so. Oi, oi, oi. Okay. <laughs> so here we are. Hello, everybody. Hello, Barb. How you doing? I'm... Oh. oh. I'm good. I'm grateful for the collapse of time. Um. Okay. Time, time uh, collapsing over there on you? Mm-hmm. It's like an avalanche over there. It's a gentle avalanche. I'll send the maintenance crew over right away. Help is on the way. Yay, thank you. Might take a while. Oh, everybody enjoy the music while we were trying to get in here? <laughs> I don't know if it had to do with the Treyu knocking over the the modem. But something was acting funny. It's probably just my mind. Eh. <laughs> I remember when my daughter was moving out of the house and I was saying, well, now who am I going to blame stuff on <laughs> that happens? <laughs> Resist the temptation to blame, Barb. And then there's the temptation to blame Barb. <laughs> Well, that's what is happening with the collapse of time is I'm, I'm like, how could I be in a situation like this that I feel so unjust? And then I get glimpses of all the times when I was being unjust to my boyfriends in the past. Mm. And I could see how, you know, I just like discarded them. Without even thinking anything of it. But then when it comes time to be discarded, it's... It's that whole idea of judge and be judged. Like we think it's possible to 
judge something or determine something and then not naturally enforce it upon ourselves. Like we think it's a return of karma, but really it's, you put yourself in a world where that's possible if you've already believed it's possible for anybody, then it's possible for you as well. It's kind of the whole idea of proper perception is referring to seeing a completely different world occurring, a completely different life happening. So it's a persistence, a determination of knowing that truth, the actual occurrence of, you know, the principles of a miracle. There's a lot of principles of miracles, aren't there? Yeah, well. um, 15. Is it 15? I, so. I thought it was 25. I don't know. 25. I don't know. For sure. Something like that. You know, I, I would translate them a little differently as well, just to make it a little more comprehensible to my interpretation, my mind. And so it, for everybody, the whole course really takes a different... If you have your own language, which we all do, really then the way you've seen this word mean and that word mean, and regardless of how much clarification of terms you have, you know, there's still this settling throughout years and years of trying to figure out exactly what does that word mean? Like, what does purpose mean? What does, you know, what is an actual miracle when it's saying, you know, the performing of miracles is is not a miracle. It's not. <laughs> we're not talking about walking on water, and raising the dead, and yet people keep coming back to those. You know, it it's really gets seemingly very complex when we're trying to make sense out of it, because we That's want to what? we want to somehow determine if it's working or not by looking at our lives and. Honestly, we're never going to find if it's working or not by the example of not working. The world is an example of not working. <laughs> uh, I never thought of it like that, but isn't that the truth? So we're always going to keep coming back to it like, oh, yeah, okay, so this is not working, so I change it to this, and then... You know, we see some working for a little bit, and then it comes back to not working again. And then we have to change again. So it, the reason it keeps changing, and the reason we think we keep needing to change to adapt to it, is because the symbols are being used of the world, but the actual attempts to teach you is of this consciousness. And then this consciousness keeps residing on the physicality for its answers to know if it's working and if it's on the right track or not. And that's a misinterpretation again. That's some ill perception. It's like, no, you don't look at the world to see if you're, you exist and what you are. The world exists because of what you are. Like it's coming from you, not you're coming from it. So every time you look at it to see if it's working here, you're misinterpreting 
interpreting that you're only going to find it's not working because you're busy looking for the working. You're not finding that, of course, it's working. It's reflecting what you're believing exactly perfectly. It's coming after what you believe, not before. That's the difference between the first dimension and fourth, is one looks at the world seeing it's coming and from and naturally a reflection from what is previously already existing before itself. Instead of, oh, I, I was raised up in a body that was in this world and I'm looking at a life in this world and I'm looking at people in this world and, and I'm going to determine what to do by listening to what they say <laughs> and, and listening to what is occurring in the world. I mean, that's a noble stepping stone to eventually recognizing this truth. But it's not really going to get you all there because it's constantly going to come back to trying to reflect you perfectly. And if you don't know what that is, then it's not going to show you perfection. Mm. Yeah, that's... Well, I'm reading an interesting book. It's called The Politics of the Family. And in there, he says that it's by R.D. Lang, L-A-I-N-G. And he gives a really good example of what you're saying is that we, we don't go by what we're told we, so much as what we see. And then we're confused. We're very confused because we think the inside that there's a difference between the inside and outside, pleasure and pain, real and not real, good and bad, me and not me, here and there and then and now. And so we take on, and I, this is so true, we take on what people tell us we are as children. And so, because we were, and that's what's going on in my relationships now, is that people will say one thing, but really they mean a, something else. And so it's confusing because I want to believe them, but I, but their actions say something else. So it's, it's very confusing when we don't know who we are or what our purpose is. Yeah. It's funny, when I was just resetting my internet and seeing if it worked, I was like, okay, that's it. I give up. Like, literally, and the browser kept coming up, no internet, no internet. And I'm like, okay, I give up. And then all of a sudden it loaded, you know. It's like, okay, I'm done. And... It's like, okay, here it is. <laughs> Almost as if, you know, because I'm a superstitious person, really, I believe that by my working at it was almost keeping it at bay. That it was reflecting my trying to get it work. Well, in order to try and get it work, 
you have to have a reflection, something showing you not working out. It's that knowing it's going to work out or just giving up on the whole thing that it can now be naturally working. Now it can just do what it's going to do and be itself, just like any person, instead of, you know, insisting yourself upon it. And then the world... We have that opportunity of seeing the world and insisting we know what we're looking at. And when we all of a sudden know what we're looking at, you know, you buy that red car, all of a sudden you're seeing that red car all over town. It's kind of the same idea is that when you have a thought, an idea of what is the truth or what you're living in reality, then you start seeing evidence of it and proof of it all around. Mm -hmm. It's not that you know, you're psychologically become more aware, as many people would believe. Uh, it's quite literally that it's showing up more. Like, it's become manifest more. And if we want to say that's awareness, that's perfectly fine. It doesn't make any difference to the truth of it. But it's quite literally, there is more of it just like there's more thoughts of it. So it's the same thing with there's more difficulties of a relationship when there's more thoughts of difficulty of relationship. So it's like just giving up is the best thing to allow it to be perfect. And still doing whatever you're going to do. I was just interpreting the second verse of Tao Te Ching, looking over it again. I started a new podcast doing it, and you know, I was saying something about that. <laughs> something good. Mm. Not just allowing what happens, but that you, you know, by determining and defining opposites, you know, you're literally choosing the world of separation, or the world of ten thousand things. And determining what's happening. You're you're not letting yourself and the other person and anybody be exactly who they are designed to be, who they are in that and fulfilling that purpose naturally by thinking about what you're doing. By choosing between opposites or good things to do and bad things to do or right things to do. I had, it's so ingrained in our system of this opposition with specific religions that we completely forget that we're not here to be religious. We are religion being people. <laughs> <laughs> we are the spirit being the beast. We're not the beast trying to be the spirit. We're not here to figure out how to be spirit again. And that just says, yeah, of course, we've, we succeeded in f completely forgetting what we are by being 100% the beast, this body, this animal. That's good. Now it's time to remember who we are. It's not something to achieve. It's something naturally recognized as it's looked at reality.
We are creating all the time. That's what I hear you saying, is that we're creating all the time. It has to do with putting yeah. what we think is right or wrong. But if we could be like neutral, like everything is neutral, then yeah, I wouldn't take exception to anything because it's just all happening. And it's not happening. forgetting and forgetting one has forgotten repression I repressed it he was he was talking about how he was embarrassed one time and it was sort of funny like well he was but he didn't say what he was embarrassed about but he caught himself in the embarrassment trying to discard the embarrassment because of the uncomfortability of the embarrassment. So he he dug a little deeper and he went, well, I'm going to allow myself to feel the embarrassment when it comes up so that I won't repress it. That's good. And just recognizing that how many of those things thoughts that we have of embarrassment or feelings that we have jealous trying to make it different than what it is and that's where the awakening comes in I I can feel that well yeah there's what a relief it will be when I can practice the letting go or the awakening of what my thoughts are about it then I don't resist what I think is happening. I don't resist the murderous thoughts that yeah. um, it's like the, the course does emphasize that we're either and will always be either extending or projecting ourselves and this is referring to the proper perception or ill perception of the physical and spiritual universe so the proper perception is doing the exact same thing in which the improper perception sees but it sees and determines things as separate from itself so it projected out there as if you know i cut off this aspect of myself my hand for this example and say it's somebody else's hand instead of recognizing oh it's my hand out there and it's still connected to me and it's still my thing out there and that's the same the difference between projection and extension that it's always going to be happening it's just are you sure you're looking at what's happening correctly there's this heaven on earth this happy dream idea is all the recognition of what the reality is which is here and now like i know we have this definition of the physical world thinking that it's a place that we are shouldn't be or somehow heaven is some other place but no earth is what is actually heaven just like sky is actually heaven and anywhere else is actually heaven that everywhere is actually heaven defined as separate 
And so that definition is then experienced as if it's the reality. So then we're looking at heaven and seeing earth. <coughs> we're looking at breathing and seeing coughing. <laughs> so it's more of that training of recognizing what on earth is going on here. Like we want to make it about and we want to try and distract ourselves by keep thinking and going on to a different subject almost. Instead of recognizing that it's not about change of subjects, it's about who is changing the subject. Like it's not about focusing, it's about who is or what is focusing. And the recognition of that, and what, it's not so much about what you're focused on. It doesn't matter if it's focused on good things or bad things, about what's to come. Oh, I've made this happen because I'm focused on negative things. No, who's focusing? Who's paying attention to this? Who's even aware of this happening? And that single eye to that glory is the recognition of just allowing. Now, what happens? It brings that peace of, it doesn't matter what the world is looking like. Oh, oh, look at my person. It's being ego. Oh, look at my person. It's being spirit. Oh, look at my person. It's lost and confused. Oh, look at my person. It's happy and joyful. It doesn't matter. I'm happy and joyful all the time. I'm at peace, the peace of God, regardless if my person's at a state of peace and then a state of disaster and a state of happiness and a state of... Like the person, the totality of the entire thing is a misunderstanding. It's a recognition of that reality beyond a self to that truth of God. I'm thinking of the struggle that Arjuna had when his being defensive. Okay, defense, attack, defend, attack, defend. It's a cycle. Seems to be my cycle right now. And it's it very occupying. I'm seeing, I think I'm seeing something. I project that. Hmm. The whole so, thing is that projection. Yeah. And the mind makes it about, oh, I'm projecting this and I'm extending that. Or I'm, it's positive or it's negative. The whole thing, everything that thinks it's positive or negative. Everything that thinks it's projecting or not projecting. Everything that thinks it's talking about a different person or itself. The entirety of the thing is a reflection of the truth of what you are. The truth of what you are is before any world exists, even in this moment. That that Big Bang is occurring as it believes 
this world is here as it believes it is now and that's to say as it believes then it is now done it is now existing it is now right here so you wanted to collapse time right You have to collapse space. I have to collapse the thoughts. The thoughts come back of where have I seen this before, and then the thoughts show me where I've experienced this before. Well, and that's good. That's good. But where have you seen that thought before? I mean, how often do you say, where have I seen this before in your head? Usually only when I'm in distress and I want it to change or I want it to be different than it is or how I'm thinking about it. And that is possible that I can change how I'm thinking about it by asking, where have I seen this before? Because I'm clear, I'm at a loss or... Yeah, well, what I'm referring to is like, why do you believe that? Why do you believe you ever thought it before at all? Because it keeps on coming up for me to purify or do something. Okay, so you remember a time that it's come up before, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So what if your memory is wrong? Like, what if you've thought that thought right now and quite literally are delusional about every other time you thought it because that's part of it in order to think i've thought this before well you have to have a stack of memories of when you thought of this before it comes with the whole package so then you actually believe just by believing oh where have i thought this before you have to create a whole past to support that one thought And it keeps coming up. It has to do with persecution. Where have I? Yeah, but the recognition of it keep coming up is actually the collapsing of time, which you're referring to. That you're not actually having anything keep coming up. You're having less thoughts. Right in this moment, there is no past. So when it starts to, you start to see a repetition of thoughts just naturally occurring, happening, is because you stop thinking there's other thoughts happening and you're starting to get it to a point of having no thoughts whatsoever just by having one thought the next step is none that sounds good but every time you think a thought comes with a whole package of thoughts a whole lifetime of thoughts a whole lifetime of perceiving then you you all of a sudden go into this uh, vortex or slingshot from the moment into thousands of different places that are not here and now so we come back to oh it doesn't matter what this thought represents even if it's being repeated in our heads just saying oh where does this happen before where does this happen before that doesn't actually reference to anything where does this happen before where has this happened before that's not looking for anything anymore it's just a thought. Where does this happen before? Where does this happen before? And as you let it be a simple thought with no attachment to it, 
no package coming with it. It's one passenger only. It's not any anything, no package coming with it. <laughs> no carry-on. One thought that says, where has this happened before? Where has this happened before? Where has this happened before? And you let that melt into almost, how can I comprehend these words if it hasn't happened before? Where has it happened before? Where has it happened before? Where has it happened before? Well, I'm, I'm struggling to see that I want to make it stop. And it's like a nightmare. Yeah. I mean, you have to start to want it to stop. So just like, again, you just started it up trying to think you want it to stop. But if you wanted it to stop, you wouldn't start. Mm. So it is coming to that silent place. And that's what is meditation is so great about practicing and it's very helpful I highly recommend it I cut back to the why did I ask for this and then I want it to stop and it's not stopping and then I'm I'm like well the attack thoughts are I, I keep on going well I know that if I don't give attack thoughts back, then they will subside and then say my partner will just experience the attack thoughts themselves if I don't react or I don't, you know, if I stay neutral. I'm trying to stay neutral. Okay, so if neutrality is the answer, then the real attack thought is thinking you have a choice. It has nothing to do with them or you. It has to do with thinking. You have a choice. So now the only choice is is to just simply let yourself do what it's going to do, be what it's going to be, say what it's going to say. You're not worried and concerned about that. The one who sent you is going to direct you You just simply let yourself be focused on it. And that's what all these situations are for, is to eventually grasp and learn that you are not doing this. You're watching this. You're aware of this. And you're being done. The reality of yourself doesn't need to be grasped. We don't need to try and understand it. It's going to remain to be true. So all we need to do is let go of our persistence and insistence that we are true. This little Mm -hmm. self is true. Let go of the littleness. Let go of the littleness or the idea that I could be attacked. Yeah. Well, I suppose we only had a half an hour today. When we're getting to the good oh, we stuff, we go. Huh? Yes. <laughs> that helpful. That it, I'm glad. Thank you. 
Yeah, I'm glad we got to it and we were able to get here, so thank you. And thank you all for being here. I'll be back at noon Mountain Standard Time, which I always forget. Is that 2 Eastern? And yes, have a beautiful day. And I'll talk to you later, Barb. Thanks. Okay. Bye, Devin. <laughs>